Thanks for hitting the play button and joining us now for Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. My name is Wayne Shepherd. I'm here with Ed Cannon, who is president of FEBC. Ed, uh, in the U.S., we will soon be observing the National Day of Prayer, which is an important event on the national calendar. But of course, FEBC is a worldwide ministry, and so we want to talk about prayer worldwide. My question to you is, um, for our various broadcasters around the world, broadcasting in their own language to their own people group, uh, what are some of the ways that they incorporate prayer into that programming? Well, that's a great question, Wayne. Actually, on air, a lot of our broadcasters will say publicly, let's pray about something. And I've asked them, why did they do A listener will call in. Why do they emphasize that so much in their programming? And they say, because the people that we are speaking to don't really know what prayer is. So we want to model good prayer for listeners on live radio broadcasts. Interesting. Okay. But further, a very important aspect of FEBC's ministry across all of our countries is praying with listeners in person, off air. Let's connect with the listeners. Let's take phone calls from listeners. Let's take text messages and reach out to listeners and let's pray with them. And it's not just because prayer is a powerful tool uh, in the furtherance of the kingdom, but rather to teach these people what prayer really means. I mean, we here in the United States understand, for the most part, uh, we've gone to Sunday school, we've got churches, we say prayers as little children, and we're taught. But when you've got a Buddhist people, uh, Hindu people, Muslim people, Prayer is very different for them, and so it's important to our broadcasters to incorporate teaching prayer by praying with people one-on-one. Well, let's share an example of that. Let's take the country of Indonesia, for instance, where FEBC is heard on many radio stations there. Uh, We have uh, a listener comment that's being read by one of our staff. It it comes from a listener who's listening to something called Heartline. What is Heartline? We have two separate ministries on the radio, Wayne, in Indonesia. We have FEBC's Yasky ministry and FEBC Heartline ministry. They're essentially two separate radio networks. Uh, The Yasky ministry is much more for the unbelieving, unchurched, uh, people of Indonesia, which is the predominance of the people there. It's the largest Muslim country in the world. So very few of the people we're broadcasting to are Christians or even have any background understanding of Christianity. So the Yasky radio programs are more pre-evangelistic, uh, bringing people to a place where they want to hear an evangelistic message. Heartline radio is much more about discipleship, Bible teaching, um, daily Bible devotions, Uh, sermon material, a question and answer, live question and answer, asking questions about the Bible, and And praying together with the listeners. Back to the point that I made before of educating people on what good prayer is and talking about why prayer is important. And I think when we listen to this uh, letter uh, that was sent in to FEBC and read by one of our staff, you'll understand how this teaching of prayer and praying with the listeners has become so important. All right, let's listen to it. My name is Ruli. I've been a Heartland Radio listener for three years. Thanks, God. I can listen to Heartland Radio practically every night because it is incredibly clear on my cell phone. I was immobilized and couldn't walk because of a pinched nerve pain. 
Because of that, my activities have been limited at home for almost a year. I currently live with my two children after my wife passed away a long time ago. Two of my four children are married and one of them converted to Islam. Because my son Ruben is dating a Muslim woman, I'm asking for prayer support on his behalf. At the time, Ruben's future wife asked him to convert to Islam, but I advise against it, arguing that it would be preferable to end things amicably. My son appears to be very close to and in love with this woman. So I ask for your prayers that my son will not make the wrong choice. Please pray that my pain's nerve will heal so that I can resume my activities. Since I've been ill, I have not been to church very much, and I miss it. Thank you for visiting and praying Radio Heartline. Lord Jesus bless you. So when you listen to that letter from a listener, he is in a pretty difficult yeah. predicament. Sure. Confined to a wheelchair. And I will say that in Indonesia, uh, that is not a country which is handicapped accessible. Hmm. So being in a wheelchair in that Life country. is very difficult, huh? Yeah. You are not able to get on buses and travel around and access buildings. You're pretty much confined to your own home. His one daughter, I believe he said, is married to a Muslim. His son is dating a Muslim woman and considering sort of walking away from his faith. And that's when verses like this one in Ephesians 3.20 become so powerful. At the close of this powerful prayer from Paul, he says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. Mm-hmm. This man's circumstance is pretty bleak. Yeah. He's asking to pray for him, but he's already prayed with the Heartline staff from FEBC. And obviously this man is trusting. He's trusting in prayer. He's trusting that God can do immeasurably more. And he can do a great, great thing, despite the extreme difficulty of his position. It's just interesting to hear, uh, again, that came from Indonesia. But this is happening in all of the countries where FEBC produces programs, uh, live or pre-produced programs that focus on prayer. It's a foundation for this ministry. Here's a note from Ukraine from a listener. Your program revived my faith in God today. I was so hopeless after the death of my son that I had stopped believing. Now, even though it still hurts, God gave me the strength I need to go on living. You know, Wayne, I think we take for granted sometimes the hopelessness that many of FEBC's listeners are experiencing. Uh, They're living in countries where it's against the law in many cases to share your faith. It's against the law to go to church. It's against the law to have a Bible. In this particular circumstance, it's a woman from Ukraine, and the death of her son was likely somehow connected to the war. Could be, right. And and I've just read there's over 100,000 Ukrainian soldiers that have died. You think about how many mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, husbands, wives 
have lost people in this war and how this reflects the feelings of many people. So when our broadcasters are on the air and they're demonstrating to our listeners how to pray, let us pray for you. Let us pray with you. That's such a powerful tool to such a hopeless Mm -hmm. world. We shouldn't take that for granted, should we? No, not at all. And we share these because I want our listeners to know that your prayers on behalf of these listeners are making a difference. Through the broadcasters of FEBC, your prayers are working for God's purposes. Yeah, and as Wayne said before, we hear this all the time. Thousands and thousands and thousands of responses from listeners. Let me read one more, Wayne. Okay. From another spot very far away, Thailand. Thailand, primarily a Buddhist country, far less than 1% Christians. And our message is going out on many FM radio stations and social media throughout the country. This listener writes, I am pleased to share my experience that when I accepted Jesus, I see my life has changed in a really good way. Mm-hmm. My family has received love from God. We forgave each other, and now we have unity. We share blessings, love, and all kinds of stuff with others. We also have the opportunity to share the gospel with others. Thank God that I am now his child. Remarkable, huh? Yeah, from a listener in Thailand. You know, it reminds me here of this Galatians 5, uh, 20 verses about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. They became believers. And what does she point to? Now we have forgiven each other. We have unity. We have love and doing all kinds of good things by sharing the gospel with others. This is evidence of life transformation through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And once again, I am quite confident that the kind of programs that these people were listening to were about praying to God that Christ would change your heart therefore accepting Jesus as a Savior. And this has always characterized FEBC, right? As you read through the history of this ministry, what, 77 years old now? This is this has been, again, the foundation of this whole ministry is prayer. And our founders knew that. That's right. We often talk about the, the strategic principle that FEBC has been guided by since 1947, and that is we want to be close to the listener. Now, if you have a close friend, Wayne, as a Christian— and that friend comes to you and says, I have a problem. What do you do? You pray with them. Right. So our broadcast ministry is not just a broadcast ministry. It's a ministry that says, if we're to evidence the results that we hope to get, these people need to be praying to God. And if they don't know how to pray, how better than to teach them than to pray with them, than to pray for them, than to teach them how to pray so that they can pray themselves and God can bless them through answered prayer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you read from Ephesians chapter 3 earlier. Um, can you back up on those verses that uh, that are there? Can we back up to verse 14 there and just re- let's read Paul's prayer. For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, He may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know his love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled 
to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Such a privilege for us to address uh, the very throne of God through Jesus Christ in prayer. So thank you for that. And Ed, let me ask you this. When people come up to you and say, how can I pray for FEBC? What's your number one response? I pray that you bring more leaders to the organization. FEBC is rooted in countries that have less than 1% Christian, and it's hard for us to find young people to come and serve FEBC as broadcasters, as leaders, and even as accountants and uh, people who are administering the the, the yeah. equipment for radio. Because we are committed to local indigenous leadership. Yeah. Right. So we're finding people in country that are connected with the local church, that speak the local language. That's our staff. Those are the people that are reaching out, uh, answering questions and, and concerns of the listeners and praying with them. So my number one challenge for FEBC is finding those people. So if you want to ask how to pray for FEBC, pray that God will raise up and bring more leaders to our organization so that we continue the good work that was started some 80 years ago. But there's one other thing I just wanted to say, Wayne. You know, at the very beginning of this, we were talking about the National Day of Prayer and how important prayer is to us. I recall one time speaking with some of our staff in China, and it happened to be the National Day of Prayer. And I mentioned to them, you know, today is the National Day of Prayer in the United States, and we pray together. And that man asked me a very interesting question. He said, oh, this is the National Day of Prayer in the United States. Don't you pray every day? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's a great reminder. Yeah. I'm sure that the people that are listening to this podcast are praying every day. Sure. But when we declare one day a National Day of Prayer, it does send the message to the rest of the world that we don't take prayer seriously enough. Yeah. And I can assure you, having known so many of FEBC's staff in very difficult places. These are people whose knees are calloused from spending hours and hours and hours praying for the ministry, praying for our staff, and praying for listeners so that many will come to know Christ as Savior. So, our Father, we do pray today and thank you for the ministry of broadcasters around the world who are sharing your gospel message and praying with listeners themselves. So, Father, thank you for that. We pray for those listeners. We pray and thank you for all of those who support this ministry in prayer and give you thanks for them in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks, Wayne. Ed Cannon, president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thank you for this focus on prayer today. Refreshing conversation, Ed. And we'll be back next time with another edition of Until All Have Heard, produced for the Far East Broadcasting Company by our own Joe Carlson. Thanks for listening. <laughs>